Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> okay, welcome back to another episode of She is Relatable with me, your host, Yussi Lowe. You guys, I just got back from brunch. So I am like 10 mimosas in and I am having another one. So don't judge me. Um, but while I was at brunch, I was ta- telling my friend the story about when I worked at a strip club when I was 17 years old. And she's like, oh my God, this story is gold. You need to share on your podcast. So here it is, guys. Back when I was 17, I was dating this 24-year-old drug dealer who we will call Dre. Um, He introduced me to his buddy, AK, um, who now I realized afterwards was a pimp. So anyways, he was like, you know, it's the holidays are coming around. You want to make some money so you can buy your your family nice presents, yourself presents, designer bags. And it all sounded very, like, appealing, right? So I was like, yeah, I'm down. Like, what's the job? And he was like, it's to be a shooter girl at a strip club. If you guys don't know what shooter girls are, I don't even know if like this is a thing now, but back in the day it was. Um, It's like these little fanny packs and you walk around selling shots. So I was a little like scared and stuff. So I asked my sister if she would would do it with me. And she was like, who are these people? Like, I don't know what kind of mess you're getting in, but of course I'll do it just to like make sure that nothing... It's nothing shady and like, you know, because if something happened to me, she'd be in trouble because she's the older sister. So, <laughs> so she joined me and we went for the, the first shift. You guys, like I said, it is winter time and I have this big black puffy coat that kept me warm and like boots because when we got there, we had to be in uniform, which was like um, a white and black corset, um, some like fishnets and like little booty shorts and then obviously high heels so we're there and by the way i was 17 so i'm not supposed to be drinking at all my boss is like if i see you drink you are out so um i I still snuck drinks because people are like hey like i'll buy your shot do with us and that's how you got the, the tips you know um so that happens we worked for five hours and the shift was done the girls um, didn't like us. They thought that we were trying to steal their cu- customers because we we're like fresh meat, I guess. So they were like, oh, like, do you guys do extra stuff? And we're like, no, we're just like literally just selling you shots. Um, but the girls thought that we were trying to take them. I don't know. So when we get to the back, my jacket is gone. My bag is gone. My boots are gone. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like somebody literally stole my stuff and it's winter time. Like, what am I going to do? It's freezing out there. So I find out the girl who stole my jacket. And I'm buzzed, you guys. I'm 17. I'm petty as F. So I see her locker. All the strippers had their own locker. So I see her locker. And it's unlocked. So I open it. And there's a set of keys there. I don't know what these keys belong to. But that was the only thing in there. So I got those keys and I threw them in the garbage. And didn't think anything of it. I was like, revenge, this is what you get for stealing my shit. And me and my sister leave. We go back two days later. By the way, you guys, my sister had no idea what I did. This was just like what it was going on because I was getting revenge. So we go back two days later for our second shift. And uh, I'm in the bathroom, I'm peeing. And everyone gangs up on my sister. They're like, you stole my keys, you bitch, blah, blah, blah. My sister's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, you're just trying to target me because I'm new here. Like, I don't know what your problem is. And I hear this going on as I'm peeing. I'm like, oh my God, they know, they know it was me. And I feel so bad that my sister's getting like 
yelled at for this something she doesn't even know happened first of all and like it was crazy so i get into the bathroom i pull my to the side and i confess i was like yeah i did take her keys because she took my jacket and i threw them in the garbage and my sister's like oh my god like why would you do that and um I was like, should I tell her? Should I apologize? Like, should I give her money? Like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Right? Because I had, I literally had no idea. So, um, so, sorry, I got distracted by a message from a boy that I don't like. Okay, so, um, my sister's like, no, like, I just yelled at them and told them that it wasn't us. So, you can't go back and it's just going to be a bigger mess. So I took her advice and we went on with our shift. Sorry guys, it's getting intense. So we went about our shift and when we were walking around, it was a corporate party. They were like a private corporate party at the ship club. So it was like good looking guys in like their mid 20s, early 30s um, suited up. So the guys were like, why are you girls working here? You're so young. Like what? And I was telling people I was 19 because that's the legal drinking age in Canada. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm 19. We're doing shots. And they're like, why are you guys even working here? Like, this is not um, an environment for you guys. So, and, and as we were, like, making our rounds, the guys are telling us, like, there's rumors being around that you guys are going to get your ass beats. Like, you guys are the only little Latina sisters walking around. So everyone is gossiping about you guys, how they're going to, like beat you guys up so anyways i don't feel safe i go to the boss and i'm like hey this is what happened um i don't think that we should be working here anymore like we're not gonna stay so i call ak and i'm like hey we're ready to leave like it's some shit's gonna go down so he was like i'm with dre who's a drug dealer and they're like we're gonna be an hour away an hour late because you guys aren't supposed to be done working yet so I tell my sister, I'm like, hey, they're going to be here in one hour. And she's like, okay, I'm done working. So we're done working. Um, and we just join a table and we're like having drinks with them. And this one guy is like, hey, I want to go outside for a smoke. Do you want to join me? I was like, yeah, sure. So we go outside. He's smoking. And he was like, honestly, you guys just need to get out of here. Don't wait for this dealer guy. Like it could be a setup. Um, like the, the Dre and AK, he's like, you don't know. They're probably in on this. Like, they're the one that brought you here. It's just bad news. Like, you guys just need to get out of here and go home. You guys should just take a cab home. So I was like, okay, hey, you know what? Everything he's saying is making sense. So I'm like, okay, hey, can you go inside and grab my sister? I'm going to wait out here and try to get a cab. He's like, okay, gotcha. He goes inside. And as I'm out there, this car pulls up. There's like this big girl in the front seat in the back seat, there's another big girl, and then the girl that stole my jacket comes out, and she was like, you look cold, you should get in the car, and I was like, no, I'm fine, I'm waiting for my sister, she's like, get in the car, it's like, no, I'm fine, I'm waiting for my sister, she pushes me into the car, and closes the door, my sister obviously comes out, because the guy tells her that we're gonna leave, when my sister comes out, um, the, she's like, what the hell, get out of the car, and I'm like, I'm trying to get out of the car, the girl won't open the door, and the girl's like, oh, you want to get your sister? Okay, get her yourself. So she opens the back door. My sister reaches in to pull me out because the other girl is holding me down. The girl shoves my sister in the car, closes the door, and they speed off. They're, we're on the highway. We have no idea where we're going. They're, like, punching, pulling our hairs. Um, it was 
crazy. Like, everything was just, like, flashing before our eyes. And there was beer bottles being swung. Like, crazy stuff. My sister starts praying. She's like, oh, my God, God, please help us. Please help us. Please help us. And the driver's like, ew, did she just say God? Pulls over in the middle of nowhere off the highway and just throws us they take our jackets our cell phones our purses everything and then after they throw us out of the car the crazy driver tries to run us over and we like rolled off so my legs are all full of blood and cut because i was i had to roll out of the way from the car Uh, my head is bleeding because they were pulling my hair out and then i look at my sister and she has a giant black eye like she was smacked with a beer bottle fell on her face like it was it in a matter of minutes like you could see it was horrible and obviously I felt so bad like this was my fault and um I saw this big truck like a transport truck coming towards us so I jumped in front of it and I just started waving my hands up in the air hoping it would see me it that is so dangerous you guys I do not recommend it like he could have ran me over he could have it was pitch black outside in the winter time like I have no idea what I was thinking it was just instincts to do that so Luckily, the truck stopped, and he opens the door, and he sees me and my sister, and he was like, oh, my God, you guys, like, get in here. I'm calling 911, and um, I'll wait here until they show up because we had no jackets on. It's freezing cold. We're covered in blood. Uh, I don't even know how long it took um, for the paramedics to come, but they did. They put us in the back seat. They took us to the hospital, and my sister's injuries were, like, uh, more major compared to mine. Mine was fine. Mine was just like scrapes and stuff and like bleeding. Um, but it's like stuff that I could I could take care of myself with like some bandages. Um, my sister actually needed to stitch her eye up. And I asked the, the nurse if I could use the phone, the hospital phone. And she's like, yeah, go ahead. So I called my cell phone and the girls answered like, hi, who is this? And I was, and I don't know what got into me. I was just like, this is the police. I'm checking this phone right now. There's been um, reports that you guys kidnapped. And then obviously they hung up. And then I tried to call the phone and no answer. So I was like, why did I do that? Like, now I'm never going to get my shit. Okay, so some girl was just banging at my door, but it's the wrong door. She freaked me out. I was like, who the fuck? <sighs> Not related. Now I lost my train of thought, you guys. That was a little bit of a scaredy scare situation. But um, anyways, um, yeah, they shut my phone off. My sister comes out and she's furious with me. So obviously she's not going to talk to me, which is understandable because she was like, this was your fault. Like if you didn't take the keys. Even though my defense, the girl started it because they took my jacket for no reason. So <sighs> that happens. Time goes by and we stop working there. So we only worked there two days, not even two days, like 10 hours. And I think that I'm so glad that that happened because that was just not an environment that I wanted to be in. When that happened, I stopped talking to Dre, the drug dealer, and I just removed myself from all that, that, 
kind of um, situations. And I was 17, you guys, like had that not happened and we were making money, who knows where I would have been today. So um, yeah, that was it. And during that time, I met this guy on Facebook and we were chatting and while I was at the strip club, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Can you come get me? And he was like, yeah, I'll come get you. And um, cause he lived in that city. So we kept in touch and he's like, so what's going on with that new job of yours? And I'm like, actually I left it. And he's like, that's good. Like you should focus on your education. He just sent, seemed like a very, um, positive guy. He was two years older than me. Uh, so he was 19 and, um, starting university. So I went out, I went down to the city with my friend and I ended up running into this guy at Metro grocery store at two in the morning. So we were there because we had gone clubbing and we were getting some snacks. And he was there after spending the whole night studying to go get some care muffins. Um, so yeah, I ended up running into him. We ended up going to his place for a sleepover. I know it sounds so weird, but we're actually gonna go to my friend that I was with, her name was Shelby. And um, we were gonna go to her guy's house, but then we ran into the guy I've been talking to. So we just ended up going there, having some drinks and just fell asleep there. Um, and he was very sweet. The next day I woke up and he was gone. I was like, what, this guy just left? They've been saying bye, like what a jerk. We did not hook up by the way, guys, we just cuddled. And he was like being all smooth, like, oh, you look like you're my next girlfriend. And you know, we were just drinking and he's like putting his chains on me. He's like, oh, you look so good, you're my girl. It was, it was just a crazy weird time. We're all like drunk. And so the next day, there's only his roommates there. I'm like, yeah, he goes to play soccer in the mornings. So like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to make some breakfast. These guys had no damn oil. I don't know what this, why this always happens to me, but there's people just don't have oil. So I try to make some eggs and I burn the whole pan. And I just like leave it there and, and I leave. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that didn't happen. Thanks guys, bye. So me and Shelby leave and um he messages me a couple hours later he's a picture of the friggin' pan that i destroyed and he was like nice um and then he's like can i see you again and i i don't know what it was i was just like not into him at all after i met him and he kept pursuing me pursuing me pursuing me so i had met him over in october like in person like we've been chatting on facebook for a few months and then we finally met in person running into each other in october now I'm back in the city for New Year's and me and my friend are like, hey, we're meeting up with these other guys. We have like an hour to kill. I'm like, this guy is in the area. He's been bugging to like hang out with me. So let's just go meet up him and his buddy. So we do. And he like, we don't even know each other. Like I kind of not been talking to him that much because I just wasn't into him. And he was like, will you be my girlfriend? And he uses my full name. I was like, uh, I guess I'm moving here for school. And I don't know what it was, guys. I was I'm, I was a baby. I was 17. And he's like, be my girlfriend. And he used my full name. I was like, hey, that's kind of cute. Yes. And that's how I was in my first ever real serious relationship. And it happened that way. So, yeah, I ended up moving to the city. We started dating. And there was so much drama. He was a liar, cheater. We were together for like four years, four years too long um but yeah so all this reminds me of the time where i was at the strip club 
and this conversation actually came up because you guys there's a twitter feed that's known as the zola and she was a hooters waitress who met a couple and they invited her to go to florida and strip and then they ended up like trying to pimp her out and now they're making a whole movie on on it so i'm like shoot like my story is pretty crazy pretty similar so maybe one day there'll be a movie on this podcast guys um but yeah so that's that story part two now of um la shenanigans um the city unfortunately went on lockdown so the purpose of me being there was to pursue my acting career and like everything had to cancel so that was really shitty um and the city was on lockdown we weren't doing anything there we're just paying crazy la rent money for this cute little chanel condo we decided that we're gonna go to a family's house in florida so the drive to florida we didn't want to stop anywhere just because of coronavirus um craziest drive ever we we slept in an ihop parking lot um but we finally got there we got to our house and it was late it was probably 10 p.m get in the hot tub or have some cocktails like you know what we deserve to just relax and that's when we download tinder and uh you guys want to hear what happens next because we literally had guys over every single day that we were there for the two months a different group of guys so listen up to um how we turned her family house into a whorehouse you guys that's next week. Okay, bye.